This podcast contains adult language and adult subject matter that may be inappropriate or triggering for some individuals. Listener discretion is advised. I saw in school a lot. Was hackers? Hackers, yeah. I know I saw it more than once in school. Unless I'm thinking of another movie. <laughs> really? Because I remember that movie. I like thought that was a raunchy movie for some reason. What am I thinking of? Why do you... <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't Hackers. <laughs> That's an inappropriate movie, isn't it? I still like Hackers. Is it in an inappropriate movie, though? Answer the question. I... It's been a long time since I've seen it. You're literally so looking I, it up right now. IMDb is not going to be like, this is inappropriate. <laughs> a synopsis will give you an idea. Who's in it's it? It's literally just going to be like, who's in it? It's about hackers. Who's in it? Angelina Jolie. Oh, I have no idea what this movie is now. <gasps> uh, Jesse Bradford. Why did I think Tommy Lee was in it? Matthew Lillard. <laughs> Why did I think Tommy Lee was in it? I don't know. <laughs> it's got a great cast. Well, it's a weird cast. It is very random. Mark Anthony? Maybe I haven't seen this. <laughs> we both have not seen Hackers. Hey, Gillette? <laughs> what? We haven't seen Hackers. I any- haven't seen Hackers, but I need to figure out what the movie is that I'm thinking of. Because <laughs> the one I'm thinking of has Dan Aykroyd in it. But it's also about hackers. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sneakers. <laughs> they're really, they're really just hopping uh, <laughs> to skip away from each other. But sneakers is the one I've seen more than, more than once in school. I've also never seen that. I sneakers is the one I know I love. I have no idea of either movie, and I have no idea what movie I'm thinking of. <laughs> Because I also know I'm thinking of the wrong actor. I'm thinking of Jason Lee. Oh, my God. I'm not thinking of Tommy Lee, the drummer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my fucking God. We know nothing about movies. Oh, yeah. River Phoenix is in sneakers. Oh, my God. It's. I love this movie. What a movie. I want to watch it now. No. I'm still not going to know anything about it. It's from 92. And I'm never going to know Jason Lee's movie. I know that he was in Heartbreakers and Clerks. (laughs) <laughs> and that's it. But I think he's really cute, so call me. Which one is Jason Lee? <laughs> you don't know. I can never, I can never put faces t- to names. I'm terrible. Even like people from high school. I'm like, I know, I know this that. This is name. actually so funny. You're like a mom. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Love him. <laughs> It's sincere, though. I really do love this actor. Just never knew his He's name. He's cute. He's cute, right? <laughs> he is. He has a yeah. great mustache. Wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn it! Did I look up the wrong one? How many Jason Lees are there? We don't need. We need to stop asking each other for help. It's like the blind <laughs> leading the blind. We are not helping each other. <laughs> There's a blind guy in the movie. 
What movie? Sneakers. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to talk about sneakers anymore. And so I don't want to talk about friends. hackers. And I don't want to talk about Jason Lee. But you know what I do want to talk about? What? Chucky. Why? <laughs> 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 no, it's okay. You'll like this. Okay. So I was talking to coworkers today and I was like, I don't understand how Chucky was as much of a nuisance as he was. Cause like me being as small <laughs> as I am, I was telling them, I was like, I would have no fucking time for him. Like I would literally just stick my fucking foot up and like roundhouse his ass. Like I just don't see myself dealing with it. Like kick the knife out of the hand, grab him by the hair, like out the window and I get it. He's going to get back up. But like, here's the crazy thing. He's like, he's like at my knee. Unless he gets my Achilles, I still think I'm good. Stop. Because we're talking tactical right now. I know. We're talking, we're fucking up Chucky. Mm -hmm. I just don't, I don't see myself dealing with that. Fuck him up. (laughs) Fuck him up, Abby. No, but I will. So, because they made like multiple movies out of that. (laughs) And like Bride of Chucky, you mean to tell me this motherfucker stole an RV? You gotta see it. I know you have it. You're looking at me like lights on, nobody's home. So, to be honest, my other, my thought was he's married and I. Um, yeah, very true. Very true. Text. Why would you do that? Why are you trying to hurt your feelings right now? I don't know. My brain's not in a good place. Today. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't think you're gonna live based on where your head's at. You're over here being like Chucky found love. I guess it was an arranged marriage in a way. <sighs> She's not. I I'm gonna leave her. Everybody. I'm gonna leave her. I don't think I'm gonna take her with me. That's fine. I can do that one on my own, too. Oh, you think? Yeah. How would you do it? (laughs) Much the same as you. Look, I don't want to do this in front of the roommates. (laughs) Speaking of. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. Sorry you had to see that. Welcome home. Um, I don't really know if Bree would do. I I don't know. (laughs) Wow. Hi, everybody. It's so great to see you. Well, I just. I just, I'm going to set up a scenario. I'm going to hire somebody who looks like Chucky. Don't base <laughs> your opinion of me lasting that off of the last like 30 minutes before we, as we were setting up. <laughs> Cause I am not, I'm not at my peak tonight. <laughs> I'm not in a good spot. And I was done before we started. <laughs> All right. I will reconsider allowing you to help me defeat Chucky. I can do it on my own. Okay, fine. <laughs> I need you. I fucking hope he gets you. <laughs> You'll be screaming my name and I'll be gone because I already defeated him. Anyway, I'm so happy you're all back. It's Me great too. to see you. So passive aggressive, right? Like, let's not do this in front of the kids. Stop embarrassing me in front of my friends. <laughs> <sighs> But hey, guys. (laughs) I promise we'll be better. If this is your first time, thank you so much for coming. I'm Bree. I'm Abby. And we are your rent-free roommates. (laughs) In conclusion, Bree and I don't know anything about movies. Chucky's not a problem. (laughs) But is it for you guys? I mean, tell me what you think about Chucky. Yeah. Would you survive? Oh, my God. Easily. And if you think you don't. If you think you don't. (laughs) 
we should talk and yeah. you sh- I think you should talk to me and we should come up with a game plan on like why you think yeah. we should just talk really only email me if you don't think you will because that's what we should be talking about because I'm <laughs> I'm just going to assume that everyone can then yeah um don't email us well actually email us if you know what movie either of Brie are talking about do you know what Jason Lee was in <laughs> does anybody know what Jason Lee was in I mean he's in a lot of has stuff. anybody seen sneakers what is hackers really yeah. about everybody tell us tell us what hackers is really about and if you've seen both hackers and sneakers tell me what the difference is yeah which one do you <laughs> could you help us other than one has angelina jolie and the other one has dan Aykroyd. <laughs> but maybe if you've seen none of those films and you can get us on topic of something else let us know yeah. what we should be watching yeah <laughs> is it scary if so would we survive yeah probably not though yeah and if you have something n- not movie related that you want, yeah, we're, you're about, allowed to talk to us about other things. Yeah, <laughs> advice or just a story to share, funny one, a scary one, one that you just need to get it off your chest. Email us, like we said, yes. rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. That is R E N T F R E E R O O M M A T E S at gmail.com. Correct. We moves on long. to the next round. <laughs> Could you use it in a sentence, please? Yes. I would like to follow Abby and Brie at Rent Free Roommates on Instagram and Facebook, but not on Twitter because it's Rent Free Roommates. That was a fabulous, fabulous sentence. I loved it. Do you have it now? (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. That's what I do. Yes, we love hearing from you guys, and welcome to anybody new. Love seeing back our regular roomies that are coming back for every episode. We love you guys. Thank you for your support. Yeah, you've all been amazing lately. Like, I feel like I'm fucking famous. Um, (laughs) But really, we have just like, we just surpassed like 500 listens. Yeah. And that was a huge accomplishment for us. So, like, you guys just literally every episode, I feel like you just make it better and better for us. We're also selfish and we want more. So, follow us on all of the all of the things. Uh, <laughs> the great Britney Spears said, give me, give me more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> give me. <laughs> just kidding. Speaks the entire song. <laughs> right. Doesn't stop. Keeps eye contact with Brie. Yeah. But no. <laughs> Truly, yes. Just please keep it coming. Keep the love coming. We love you all, new and old. And we love when you rate, review, and subscribe. (laughs) But we mostly just love you guys, even if you don't do that. But it really helps us out. (laughs) It really does. But you just being here is enough. You're the gift. Yeah. You're the gift. That's why they call you the present. (laughs) Okay, enough dad jokes. We should get into it because both of these stories I'm a huge fucking fan of and they're going to set us up for the great month that we have. Yes. It's March. This is one of my favorite months, guys. Welcome. Yeah, it's a great month for so many different reasons. I agree. If anybody's confused by that, too... um, in case you don't know, March is Women's History Month, so that's really important, and that's one of the very important things about this, and why it's one of my favorite months. So, if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> but you also, you're, you're gonna welcome. learn today. You're welcome to the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. No, but we're, no, but this is really open too. Yeah. This we is a you. safe space. <laughs> yeah. Come on in. 
but respect. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's all love and girl power and mm-hmm. everything else the Spice Girls talk about. <laughs> and with that, I feel like we can't end it on a better note. <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> I was like, oh, my mom told me not to overdo it with the sweet. Because that's how I was. But mom's not here. I know. And then Kaylee was like, who wants cookies? And I was like, oh my, oh my God, fucking so God. Good. And then I just threw my arm up. I was like, I do. I do, Kaylee. I do, as long as I don't have to move from this spot. I was like, please don't make me get up, though. Doesn't she have a good floor? She's the best. I love Kaylee's house. And I think <laughs> it got too. to a point where Kaylee was like, you can stop telling me that. <laughs> Oh, I think it was like it. by the 10th time, but that was the funniest part to me. But so much of that game and I don't even know how it happened, but I got like sucked in and I like started like getting my own opinions on players <laughs> and it was just like, it was like an out of body experience. <laughs> but then when the 2B commercial came on, I was literally like, stop it. I was like, quit fucking with this. You guys, the games I was. And then I was like, what is going on? I don't want to watch Mr. And Mrs. Smith. I was I don't want to watch this. And then I saw, I was like, Oh my God, it's a commercial. I was like, Oh my fucking God, I have problems. Well, and I saw stuff on like Twitter and stuff where people like ruined their TV or something, like, or just like, I don't know. It just like stirred up a bunch of shit. Yeah, that commercial really like, just exposed how trash America is. Through their remote at the TV. And I was like, why? Like, trash. That's embarrassing. Trash <laughs> is what we are. But you want to know something beautiful? Hmm. That's not what this writer's experience was with that. They had a much different oh, one good. than us. Yeah. Good. This person's significant other is not like me. <laughs> They handled that situation much better than I did. And uh, we can get into it. Okay. Let's hear it. The stupid Tubi commercial made me realize how far I've come and how lucky I am. I was watching the Super Bowl with my husband and seven-year-old. When that dumbass commercial came on, my heart stopped, my blood ran cold, and I just knew I was in danger. If you don't know... I cannot explain to you how strongly my body reacted. My seven-year-old was falling asleep leaning on me on the couch while my husband, whom I've been with for over a decade and has never laid a hand on me or the kid, sat in the chair an arm's length away. I remember I leaned forward to put myself between him and our son and looked at him. My conscious, logical mind knows my husband is an angel who would at worst ask me if I'd sat on the remote. I knew it was a commercial after the button seemed to be pressed with intent. I knew even if I did sit on the remote, the worst I'd get was a heavy sigh and an eye roll with a smirk. My body, however, took a few seconds to catch up. When I looked at him take a sip of his Diet Dr. Pepper while raising his eyebrow at this dumbass commercial, I almost instantly unwound. It was obvious that he too was smart enough to realize it was a commercial and was not at all stressed during those brief moments the rest of the same people were like, huh? So of course, he looks back at me, who must have looked upset, and says, huh? And all I could get out was, fuck Tubi. (laughs) He laughed in agreement. After a few minutes, I asked him if he thought about how much hell that commercial caused, and he could not fathom the idea. 
He's not ignorant of the facts. He grew up with a violent, drunken father and became a first responder who got extra training to be able to handle DV responses. He understood what I was saying, but figured it was so obviously a commercial that only a moron or belligerent drunk would think someone would intentionally switch the game off. Then he remembered all the people outside of our calm, cozy family room. I felt awful for making him leave his happy place, but I felt like I needed the understanding to be able to be back in the happy place with him and enjoy the rest of the game. He gave me that, offered me some food, and we had a fantastic rest of the night. I hope everyone who was unable to have a fantastic rest of the night, from bartenders to spouses to kids, can hate to be instead of themselves and be in a new situation soon. Oh, right. I love that. Honestly, I didn't even think about people out at bars. And I the shit that bartenders were getting in that moment. Oh my god, that made me wonder oh. too. The crazy thing is, is I came across posts as well where people had the opposite experience because of that commercial. Mm-hmm. Where like one person. I had saw was writing about how that commercial made them realize they didn't want to be with their significant other anymore because they started calling them like slurs and names oh and was God. got it got like very aggressive towards them and it was just and it was ridiculous and yeah. the person was saying how their significant other was like so sorry and this was the first time they had ever reacted that way but it was a huge like eye opener yeah and it was crazy and so it's almost like that commercial should be played and like it should be like studied or like be used as a part of an experiment because it's crazy that it really had such a polar effect on people. Yeah. Because I mean, I was definitely annoyed, which like not to the point of like yelling at anybody or but I was just like, who's doing that? Da, 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 da. <laughs> but I was very confused. It's crazy to think that like some people could have gotten like violent or yeah, it's, it's really scary to think about and it really is like a hindsight. And so I'm really glad that the writer has somebody that they can look at and know that there's absolutely like not a single thought that comes across their mind to like that their significant other would lay a hand on them. Like what a safe and healthy environment to be in. Yeah. When, she mentioned the part about that he comes from a, you know, a violent background and that he's now a first responder. Right. That, I like had a lump in my throat. That is so sweet. And yeah. that is, that is, get, that gives me hope that I'm like, <laughs> it's not, you are not inherently and completely destined to be your parents. No, you can break the cycle. He it- is proof of that. And it was amazing. And the writer I actually spoke to a little bit as well. And she was just talking about their significant other and how they have supported them through so much of their own struggles as well with like Mm -hmm. PTSD, paranoia, and just like mental breakdowns. And their partner has like stuck by them through every single thing. Yeah. And then the reverse happened as well, where like their partner ended up needing them. Mm-hmm. because of their own personal struggles and they've just like really been there for each other yeah and it was just that's what a relationship it is. really is like, it, that's, it, it's, it's wonderful to see yeah and it's just great to see you know like the growth because to yeah. your point yeah you don't have to be your parents and like you like 
and you can go down and make some of those same choices, but it doesn't mean you're not like worthy of coming out on top still or that you have to continue to be that same person. And that's so much like what I love about people. Yeah. And kind of our generation I'll say is that like we really understand those generational traumas Mm -hmm. and we look them in the face and we see them for what they are and we understand you know like this is what it is it's not a great situation to be in but like it needs to stop somewhere yeah and it can either stop with me or I can just continue putting this like hatred out in the world or I can do something about it and that's what like each of these people have done and because of that they're in such a wonderful place with each other where like a commercial that seems so silly but like if you're not in a great place it can really do more damage than you actually thought right but like they don't have to worry about that they're in very healthy places like and it's odd that it takes a commercial for you to realize that yeah you know what what a thing to like trigger that conversation or just even or even trigger those feelings like my heart goes out to the to the writer and her husband that they you know proof of the backgrounds they come from uh but also really proud of you guys for overcoming all of that and really happy that you guys are in such a a happy healthy relationship and you're both so deserving of that and i'm really happy for you guys but it it made me think of when when she was describing just her her physical triggers yeah it made me think of all the times that we talk about people from any of the stories from the let's not meet podcast like yeah. we have that conversation all the time where we get so pissed off at even if it's just this one-off story this something like this never happened again to this person but for the rest of their life they're looking over their shoulder yeah or they're checking the lock three times they're just like all of these things that just one one instance can completely affect a person for the rest of their life and have those physical reactions mm-hmm. and people don't understand that and people like, i think that's also that i think that's that's a huge part of why these two have such a good relationship because they understand each other on that level because mm-hmm. somebody who doesn't understand that kind of trauma it's a rare situation where somebody i think could really effectively comfort the other person yeah well to your point too about those triggers like the person i was telling you about who also had a completely different experience with the 2B commercial of their significant other just like berating them about it like you've now created a trigger for this person and like this underlying thought for them and it's just yeah if you don't deal with your own shit it's gonna come to surface Mm -hmm. in the weirdest ways possible I mean and it's true It, it was a reflection for me as well like obviously I knew nobody was messing with it but I'm just like I can be quick to temper and like but like that's the truth and I'm like wow that was humbling <laughs> truly because <laughs> I was like obviously we were confused but I was like not I'm not gonna berate anybody but I was like who's messing with that <laughs> well and it made me think of my favorite meme <laughs> but I was also watching the game everybody I just want but like that's not an excuse it's not an excuse are you sitting on the remote no can you get up <laughs> right like I don't like yeah that's just as like childhood like that's what comes to surface there. Like, just the trust <laughs> issues. Like, I don't trust none of you bitches. Um, can you please get up, though? I need to check the cushions. Can you show me your hands? But it's Did true. Did you check under the cushion, not just on the sides? Okay, can you, like, can you shake out your shirt? <laughs> You're holding it in your hand. <laughs> what she said, too, though, about, like, looking outside of your 
your circle, basically. I've had that thought about a lot of different things. Every now and then I'll experience something or something happens where I'm like, I forget and I take it for granted that we live where we live and we're, we surround ourselves with people that think like us and are as forward thinking and open-minded about some big issues. And it takes just like one trip, maybe even a state over, you know, just like a weekend trip or something like that. I'm like, Oh my God, I forget how rampant so much stuff is just outside our circle. I know. Like it's so easy to forget. And then that a silly little stupid commercial <laughs> can spark a, a conversation like that. I don't. I'm not going to give Tubi credit that they knew what they were doing. <laughs> I think they just wanted to. Prank I think this everybody. was like a happy accident. They <laughs> yeah. like. They didn't know that they've like created psychology degrees around this now. <laughs> if anything, it's like it's really not working in the way they wanted to. <laughs> I'm absolutely. I wasn't using it before, but I'm. I'm still not using Tubi. So. No, I'm still not going to use it. But I'll talk about it a bit more. Oh, yeah, I'll talk about it, but I'm not using it because you guys are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't want to watch Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh my God. I paid money to see that one. I loved that movie. I saw that in theaters. It was such a good movie. I don't remember. I think that was like a sexual awakening, to be honest. Like a bisexual awakening. Because you had Brad and then you had Angelina. And then you had their fight scene in the kitchen. And she was like, Who's your daddy now? And I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I got to change the channel. I was like, I should not be watching this. Oh shit. Um, but anyway, yeah, good movie. Good movie. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch it right now to be, I was trying to watch the game that I've never watched up until tonight. And that was the wildest thing about it. Don't underestimate my ability to hyperfixate for even the shortest amount of time. It's funny how much emotions, just even the friggin' Super Bowl can bring up. Yeah, because we were saying as we were watching it, we were in such a safe space, <laughs> such a safe space. Oh my God, that's really true, though. Like it was, it was all wow, girls, and we were asking a million questions that would piss off any guy. So many questions, like <laughs> literally, like how you get points, <laughs> and it's true, like because we don't know. I don't watch that. I just know you get four tries. You guys, I used to cheer in high school and the only chant I liked to do was first and 10. And this is how much I knew about football that I would literally call it on like the fourth time because it was my turn to call the chant. And I was like, can we do first and 10? And they're like, no, like we're not anywhere near that. And I was like, oh my God, I don't know. I was Let like, me know next time we are. I'm I was like, I was just looking at the sky. It's pretty cloudy. <laughs> I was just playing rhymes with my name. Not even joking. Would literally make up songs about my name instead of watching the game. So any safe space. Safe space though. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're right, Brie. We felt very calm and like if I had a question, I was like not afraid to ask Ladies, ask it. let's all put our heads together and yeah. come up with the answer we think fits best. Hey Google. <laughs> Google was never used so much. So yeah. It is what a reflection that <laughs> night was for so many people. Right. That's hilarious, actually. <laughs> now that we thought a two B commercial made one writer just very happy and thankful for how beautiful her relationship is and how far both of her both her and her partner have come. Yeah. And that's beautiful. It's one thing to actually make all that progress and it's another thing to get to realize it. 
and like yeah that's the best part great point that you have come that really truly like you that is like point blank right there that's how you both know that you like everything you've been working towards it's like it's not for nothing yeah like that is a perfect example of what a safe place you two have created for each other and that is beautiful that your story kind of made Bree and I reflect on our experience for the Super Bowl (laughs) because no that really was such a safe time like it was just silly girls (laughs) watching a sport none of them why are we watching it yeah we were watching it for Rihanna yeah (laughs) really it was her show um but yeah, just the dumbest questions that, like, I feel like men would berate us for. Yeah. Well, it wasn't until a week, literally a week later that I realized that um, there was more than one Kelsey. There was one on each team, and the mom was there, and she had, like, Yeah, I saw that, too. <laughs> Shows you how much I did not pay attention oh my to God. anything unrelated I think the to one, one of them was the one that you were dating. <laughs> yeah, he's the one that lost. Oh, Kelsey lost? I don't know, Kelsey. The other one also won. Who's who? Because there was one on each team. Can you guys tell us in the comments? Anyway, so we learned nothing still. Yeah, it shows you how much we really knew about the game. I just wanted the orange team to win. I'm just kidding. I don't think there was an orange team. I think that's that Cutie Pie Joe Burrow's team. <laughs> like it's his team because it's the only player I can name. Um, no, I liked the red team. Yeah, I was gonna say how we came to that decision, but how did we again? We looked up all the celebrities that like each team. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, because Paul Rudd likes them. So mm-hmm. we said anything, Henry Winkler, and anything they do, we'll do. <laughs> yeah, the um. I forget what the teams were. <laughs> it's okay. So here's how stupid I am. The I want them to be the I San Francisco the Sea Lions so bad. <laughs> but I know that's not right. Oh, the Chiefs. <laughs> I'm feeling the Eagles. I knew the Eagles. <laughs> the contempt I have. <laughs> I know there's a lot of people that are really glad they weren't there with us. <laughs> No, I still think you would have had a really good time. Yeah, we're fun. I'm. We're always fun, <laughs> if not entertaining, borderline annoying. <laughs> but that's all about perspective. <laughs> if but, you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so, 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 so much to the writer for sharing this with us. I really, really enjoyed this story, and I'm so happy for you and your husband and your baby. I'm glad that you have a happy little family. Yeah. And I really loved hearing this story. So thank you so much for trusting us with it and for sharing it with us. Yeah. I really like stories like that or just like hearing from people who have gone through really terrible things in the past, but not let that stop them from trying to create such a positive future. And that takes such strong people on both ends to work towards that. Cause I feel like it's really easy to just like stew in what's happened to you. Oh yeah. And so just seeing that be rewarded and seeing them find like really great people for them that bring out the best and really just provide just a safe place for them to be. I love that. And mm-hmm. I'm so happy for the both of you. And I just, you're just going to continue to put out that energy too. And then the more people who come around you will also feel that way. And it's just wonderful. And 
Yeah, you guys, I think the emotional intelligence that you both have mm -hmm. from your backgrounds and from growing from it. Yeah. Your kid is in great hands. Yes, that too. Like have some great communication. Exactly. And emotional intelligence of their own. Because your child got to witness that too. Like that's very important. Mm -hmm. We children at that age are we're so receptive. Mm-hmm. Despite like us, you know, what could be just a blimp for somebody else can be such a core memory and really just create this, like you said, triggers that you're not even aware of. So your kid saw an instance of like, you could have easily reacted at anger, yelled at him. It's, anything could have happened. But instead, you know, you taught your kid patience to understand, mm. like see something through. You taught them how to communicate. So I just, that's all... That's too, like, that's what I meant to my point earlier about those generational curses. Yeah. You're not gonna, your child is now going in with healthy habits. And that's really, like, you are literally the embodiment of change. And that's so wonderful. And yeah. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. And I just hope you continue to grow, both of you. <laughs> Fuck yeah, right? <laughs> On to the next one. But yeah, I just, I really liked that pose, especially because it was like a conversation that she was having with her waxer, <laughs> which I like, I've said that before. I'm like, I know the first time I went for a wax, I was so nervous and it went so fast from being like, oh my God, you're ripping out the hair down there to we're just like shooting the shit and we're best friends. <laughs> How quickly I forgot. And I was like, oh Yeah. <laughs> You can get so close with your waxing lady. Oh my god! Because like, it. <laughs> I literally my waxing lady once was like, <laughs> it's a little bit odd, but she was like telling me all about her kids like all star like transition like from start to finish and how she's like playing for the, like the boys league now and like they were oh, all pissed and I'm like no fuck that <laughs> like if she wants to play with them she could play and she's like okay turnover and I'm like so anyway like. <laughs> I'm like, like, I'm like, but she just needs to challenge the hierarchy. So fired like, up as you're holding your ass cheeks. Exactly. Apart. I'm like, but what do you think? Like, what does she think about it? Is she happy? <laughs> I'll see you next Thursday. Just kidding. I'll see you in six weeks. But truly, the oh, I love that you create the best bonds with some like the most unlikely people. Yeah. It's very true. I and I, honestly. <laughs> Even the first time I got it done, and I'm talking Brazilians, like yeah. the only thing I've ever got done is Brazilians. And I never, there's never a time in my life where I'm walking with my head higher, <laughs> just like <laughs> strutting my shit because it's my own little secret that I'm like, I'm every woman. <laughs> Move. I just got a Brazilian. I get to go first just on the like light. Playing in my head as I'm walking, I'm like, God, I am just so. Powerful. I just love being a woman. <laughs> yeah. I love being a woman. I, I am lady. Hear me roar. Truly, every time I get whacked, just I'm kick like, a man God, for no reason. I feel like such a woman, and I love it. Just go punch somebody. Why'd you do that? I just got waxed. Okay, carry on. Sorry. But Look at her go. Look at her go. <laughs> If you've never got waxed, go do it. Go you should try. do it. Let us know what you think. In honor of uh, Women's History Month. Yeah, bitch. Happy Women's History Month, but my also, ladies. Don't feel like you have to get rid of your body hair because you can also keep it. Yes. You're also a woman if you keep it. Yeah, uh, yeah. honestly. That is... That's another time when I walk with my head high. 
Yeah. My armpits are like real long. <laughs> See, I'm just somebody that I just don't like hair. I don't. So, like, I, I'm, i like, a scary monster about shaving my armpits. I only take care of anything when I'm, like, I feel Literally like every day. That oh. is crazy to me. I will make time. And you know that. It's also something that makes me late because I'm, like... <laughs> along with everything else but i'm like oh shit i have to shave <laughs> no i will it's like a whole day i will literally take the time to like moisturize shave <laughs> like it's just all about me and that bitch but in the spirit of giving power to women i think i should read this next one because i think it's a good one let's do it <laughs> my mom found my sex toy she left it where it was, and she hadn't said anything at all about it, so I doubt she cares, but I do. I'm so embarrassed. I had a meltdown and just cried for hours thinking about it. Due to trauma, I feel a lot of shame surrounding topics like this. So now I'm having trouble looking my mom in the eyes, knowing that she knows. I'm so embarrassed and angry, and I just need to vent. I wish she would just stay out of my room like I asked her to so stuff like this didn't have to happen. Oh. <laughs> it's very relatable. <laughs> it is. And honestly, that, to our point earlier too, it really bugs me when parents don't respect the privacy of their children like that. Yeah. Like, especially when you've made that conscious boundary or like you've gone out of your way to express why you want something and I just feel like maybe it's you know I don't have kids so they're like keep your opinions to yourself but like from somebody who wasn't that and like I wasn't hiding anything right I just wanted like that was just my boundary that's my safe place like it's really unnerving to know that like if you want to you're just gonna come in here and look through my stuff like I just don't feel like like, that's my place. Well, it setting, puts you on edge. Yeah, it's setting a standard for what you want your, your relationship to be with your kid. Right, like, you want me to be on edge around you. Well, and, like, and embarrassed. Clearly, you don't... You, you guys don't communicate well enough to trust your kid and trust that they're going to tell you the important things. Because if you have a really good relationship, for the really, really important things, they're going to come to you mm -hmm. and talk with you. But... That takes practice. It does. So you have to have those good conversations and make them feel like they can come to you before they actually will. And then, and I know I'm talking like I know what I'm talking about, but just even, I mean, like, I was a kid once. And exactly. I know how I would have wanted to feel and how I would want my parents to, to treat a situation. I don't, to my knowledge, my parents didn't, like, go rooting around my room and find diaries and read them and then put them back or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm putting my laundry somewhere. I don't know. Like, they stepped in my room, and it would just piss me off every time my dad was yelling at me to clean my room. And I'm like, mm -hmm. it's not your room. Why do, why do you care? <laughs> that yeah. type of thing where I'm like, I'm going to get to it. It's also bugging me mentally, but I also don't have the capacity to deal with it right now. So please yeah. stop telling me because why do you care if I close the door, you don't see it? Like, yeah. <laughs> just that type of thing. But, no, I agree. I, I hate that kind of dynamic where <sighs> well that's just the issue in itself there but then domino effect it then creates negative feelings towards what is also normal masturbation right. absolutely 
And then it sets it up for like this secrecy. And I feel like that's why we don't know so much about like our bodies, our wants, our needs, what we like and stuff like that. Yeah. And just like even our desires, because then we get set up to like this uncomfortable, like I need to be hiding this kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And it's like this is a very natural experience for somebody to be going through and it should be treated as such. And that's where I'm like, I wish it was just spoken about more in a positive light. Yeah. Or just like even taught that it was normal. Like it can still be embarrassing because nobody wants, I mean, just like sex, nobody wants their parent to walk in on that. Right. Like it can still be embarrassing in that aspect, but like to completely feel like ashamed of it. Right. That's like the frustrating thing. Well, it's kind of like the room. It's like, it's not affecting you. So why do you care? Right. It's because I think everybody should explore and should, you know, I, especially for girls and anybody with a vulva i think that you should explore and find what you like and find what makes you feel good and for most women or femme people anybody with that going on down there any with any sex organs like it doesn't even matter what you have knowing what makes you feel good is really important because extremely important that's also going to make for a good relationship once you start getting into that with somebody else Mm -hmm. and again communication and because i know even i would be nervous to like communicate stuff or like tell them and i'm just kind of like guiding them (laughs) 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 just like nope not shoves Uh, ahead (laughs) (laughs) when it's like just tell them (laughs) but we wouldn't feel so nervous or giggly or uncomfortable about this stuff if we all just fucking talked about it that's important to me too because like also like i would just think me as a young like just a woman if i ever had another child who's also a young woman I would want her to be fully empowered of her sexual experiences. Yeah. I want her like owning that shit from the get go. Yeah. I don't want her learning about that from like another man or another person or being told to be like this. I want her to be fully in control of that. And I want her to know that like everything. I mean, even if I had a son too, like everything that we do, like is like those are natural desires from mm-hmm. within and i don't want anybody taking that from somebody i right. want them to be fully like just to have all of that yeah so it's really important to have those like open convert open dialogue conversations so that you know your children aren't just giving this away to so and so because they can get it or just having somebody completely teach them about these experiences later on in life or them learning something about this. I mean, the sexual experience is to be explored and you're always going to continue to learn things about yourself. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like so many people and especially even us, cause like I come from a small town where like my sex education was like little, like non-existent for the most part. It was don't do it. Yeah. You'll get chlamydia and die. Literally. I had the fucking ATM card. In sex ed. Yeah. So and I went to public school. Like, we, they were still fucking teaching abstinence, which and, is such bullshit. And that's just the thing. Like, we're going to do it. Teach us how to do it right and do exactly. it safe. Like, I've never, I've never, ever, ever understood, like, if we just keep telling them to not do it. It's going to fucking Or, like, keep, keep hide, making them hide it. Like, we're just going to be stupid about it. Right. It makes things worse. Yeah. Keep us, make us fully informed. 
Yeah, and I would want my kid fully informed, to be honest with you. Like, one of the things I loved so much about my mom is, like, she just let me decide to get on birth control. I literally made that choice myself, and my mom was just like, okay. My mom, too. Like, I told her, well, like, and my mom knew, too. And, like, this is why, again, conversations are so important, because my mom knew that it wasn't just for sex. Like, it wasn't even about the sex. I, And she knew that, too. Like, because... Spoiler alert, everybody, birth control helps with more than just preventing pregnancy. Yeah, it was a helping hell of a lot. Oh no, <laughs> your heads are gonna spin. <laughs> just kidding. I'm sure anybody who listens to this is fully on our side. <laughs> anyway, but like birth control has many benefits, and one of them is helping with cramps. And I am somebody who suffers from that like crazy. And same with acne and my hormones. Like, I am just a hot mess express and birth control was so important for me and my mom just let me get on it and my life improved so much more yeah I but think she I started to regulate my period yeah so fucking but she understood that and she like communicated with me and obviously she did bring up the sexual aspect of it and was like well i mean you're on it you know like responsibility that's not bulletproof if like you do like yeah she fully did give me that talk, but I've always really appreciated that about That's huge. my mom in that regard is that like, if I was making choices, she kind of like just respected them. Yeah. And that was really important. And that's Good why job. I always felt very empowered within myself, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, and getting to know yourself with masturbation and with anything sex- sexual and just like what turns you on, having that baseline before you start doing anything with somebody, because knowing what you like also means knowing what you don't like. And then advocating for yourself yes. in that way and knowing what to say, to, you know, to confidently say no to. Yeah, and telling your children also to like saying no. Yeah. That sex, just because you can have it, doesn't mean you should. Yeah. You're gonna want it. Doesn't mean it's always gonna be right. Like recognize lust versus you know love. Yeah. Desire. Like. Also, guys, get on board with toys. Toys. It's not, uh, not taking away from you at all. I promise. It's not. Honestly, it's helping. If you want us you... to keep calling you and associate <laughs> good memories with you, get a fucking toy and get over yourself. They've also come a long way. There's lots of stuff for guys now too. Oh my god, baby. Yeah. Yeah. You tell us too. we know that you have desires too and like let that be known as well like men too yeah let your let those be known i want to see more of that as well yeah but and don't i it's so easy to say don't be embarrassed about this um because with a parent like I I get it. I also would be like even thinking about my mom possibly <laughs> listening to oh some my of gosh. this stuff. I'm like, <laughs> but but like, we're adults and we're humans, and that's yeah. the thing that like because I think the same thing, and it's like obviously easier said than done for right. sure. But it's like no, I am a person just like you. I have these same desires, and that's like where the shame, like yeah, to be embarrassed versus ashamed are very different things. Yeah. Like because yeah, oh my god, who wants their parent to ever walk in on them? No, but like yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna literally be like I'm so sorry not like how what the fuck are you doing kind of thing and I'm gonna respect your boundaries and like maybe I mean I don't know what the communication looks like with your mom but I wonder if you could sit her down and be like you know I'm trying to explore this stuff with myself I'd really appreciate it if you respected that and we left it at this but like Mm -hmm. I just know it's not up I don't even know how you would go about approaching it but just like kind of hinting at because like it does make me think that mom's waiting for you to come to her. Yeah. She hasn't started the conversation, which I am maybe looking into this, but 
I think probably means that she's not freaking out. Because if she hasn't been acting weird and hasn't been like where you can just like feel that she wants to talk about it. Yeah. Then hopefully she saw it and was like, good for you. (laughs) That too. I mean, it is. Yeah. Like there is that embarrassing aspect of it. But yeah, she's not shaming you. Right. Once you move past that, it's. I don't know yeah. that I'll ever actively have this conversation with my mom, but I ha- but I have it with my friends all the time. Like we talk about that shit. We talk about toys. Yeah. <laughs> I remember just like when I first moved out and living in our old apartment with I've I've talked to definitely every single one of my roommates openly about sex toys, about our sexual experiences and just like hooking up and like who we hooked up with or like what feels good to them and like what I like doing and just sharing all of that stuff. And some of them were really like really into having the conversation because they never really got to have that, I think, experience before or just like where it felt so comfortable. And I felt like the more I did it, the more everybody felt comfortable. And And I love being that for people like I I love talking about this shit because I just I like it being normalized and I like people feeling comfortable talking about this stuff because it's fucking natural and it's something everybody does and the more like we were saying the more that you hide it and the more that you make people not do it that's just that's putting people in danger honestly it really is but you know really going back to your experience with the toy and your mom to Bree's point, I think it's a fabulous, you know, she she didn't like berate you. She didn't be like, I found this, like, what is this? Or right. how could you? So I I do think, yeah, like she is just kind of letting you go about that experience. Yeah. And not saying and maybe it could just be like her being like, hmm, okay, like that's normal and stuff. But like I feel like if it does bother you and you want to be able to have that privacy, I think it's if you feel comfortable worth having that conversation with her being like, you know, and you don't have to say, I know you found this. You can just say, you know, there's just certain things in my room that like, this is my private space. Mm -hmm. And I would really appreciate it that that remained my space. Yeah. Um, just so that I can feel safe in there. Yeah. That I think is the conversation to be had. You're right. I don't, cause like we said, if she hasn't been coming up to you or hasn't been like hinting at trying to have a conversation or didn't rush to you and was like, you said, was like, yeah. what is this? Then that doesn't, honestly, it doesn't even have to be a conversation. Okay, yeah. But you're right. And that is the part of it that maybe should be a conversation just to set the boundaries of this is my personal private stuff. So please just at least let, if you keep it all in like one spot or something like that. Just like if you're going to come in there, stay away from this. Like, cause like, obviously we get it now. Like there's this understanding this has been found. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But you don't have to feel weird about your, it's totally understandable to feel weird about it at first, Mm -hmm. but definitely let yourself move past it because guess what? Your mom probably has toys too, or (laughs) did at one time. And guess what? She's had sex because you're here. Shut up. (laughs) Stop. No, that's not how we get here. That's not what they said in class. (laughs) I arrived by an egg (laughs) and that's the story I'm sticking to. (laughs) No, but yeah, I think a lot of what you're feeling is also very natural. So don't feel weird for like feeling weird about it. It's it's not 
wonderful because I mean at the end of the day embarrassment is embarrassment like I don't want somebody finding my stuff either but like once that initial shock wears off it's just kind of like yeah like they've got one too Mm -hmm. like you're just a human Mm -hmm. and you're doing what humans do but I understand you know that's never great because it's your private personal stuff and like that was exposed and it wasn't supposed to be so that's completely normal but I think once you let that wear off I don't think your mom was I don't think she was trying to yeah I don't know. I mean, because, like, she shouldn't have been in there. Like, I do agree with that statement. I think she needs to respect that, and I do think you should address that. Yeah. Uh, When you're ready. Yeah. And when you have a better way to approach it. I I still recommend maybe going about the, like, respecting your privacy and your safe place. Uh, So let me know if you do go that way. I'd love Mm -hmm. to know how that goes, to be honest with you. But also just know that, yeah it's normal too yeah and nothing that you did is wrong right and there isn't anything actually shameful no to feel yeah like it's all it's it's society it's just a piece of your private property that was taken from you and that's where like that's coming from and it was just it just happened to be a piece of property you didn't want someone else having because it was specifically yours so that's completely fair i wouldn't want that either and like Abby said, all all of the feelings you're feeling are also normal. Yes. Because even me being very confident and liking talking about all of this stuff, I also get shy suddenly. All oh my God, <laughs> like yeah. I just got a toy recently, a new one, and I got so shy out of nowhere. I don't know why. It was It's that old stuff. I it's was just literally like, you like fall what'd back you buy? Into, yeah. And, and you were like, like, I don't want to mm. tell you. <laughs> I was like, well, too bad. Now you are. Because I was oh like counting down till it came. <laughs> I was like so excited and then I brought it in the door and I was like nobody look at me (laughs) but like the best part about that was is me not having extensive experience was like learned so much more because of that and that's the wonderful thing about those open dialogue conversations is again we teach each other new things yeah that like because I'm always advocating for toys. Always advocating. You guys, it's great. <laughs> it is. So, no, you're perfectly normal, girl. Yeah. Don't be afraid to venture into toys, everybody. Don't be afraid. <laughs> Don't feel ashamed of that. And I think the best conversation to have with your mom is really, because I think what this breaks down to is privacy and the respect yeah. that you need for it. Yeah. And it's, this just happens to be the straw that broke the camel's back because this was something that was like extremely private to you Mm -hmm. and this wouldn't have been an issue if your mom would just was respecting that boundary. But uh, in a way I'm kind of happy that it came to light too, so that we could have this conversation and know that like, and find the root of the issue. Mm -hmm. It's not that what you're doing is unnatural. It's that your boundaries and your safe place of when you want to do that isn't being respected. And that's the issue. Yeah. And that's what should be addressed. Yeah. I agree. Good job. You, you found it. (laughs) Summed her on up bitches. (laughs) Um, but I hope you just even hearing this conversation makes you feel a little bit more comfortable Mm -hmm. and really that's all it is like practice and having these types of conversations with not your mom, (laughs) with your friends and people who are going through the same shit as you are truly is going to make everything feel, it's going to normalize it and it's going to make you feel less guilty and like there will be less shame Mm -hmm. behind it. It just, it takes a little bit of time 
and some conversations yeah. because you're also going to find out that all of these things you probably think is so weird that you like or that turns you on or that you're into is not nearly as uncommon as you think. Like yeah. so many other people are totally into that shit too and are also thinking the same things about them. Mm-hmm. That they're like, oh my God, I'm such a freak. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, really? No, not at all. It's <laughs> <laughs> so normal. And if that if you like that, that's a great thing. Because now you can communicate that and mm-hmm. find somebody else that likes that shit too. So, yeah, it's, it's just practice and having conversations about this and just doing it a little bit more. Both. Yeah. <laughs> doing everything a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make everything more comfortable. <laughs> and if those in those conversations you don't need to have with your mom, if that right. one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those, I think we should Those are girls' conversations. Yeah. Those are rentfreeroommates at gmail.com conversations. <laughs> yes. Bitch. Had to get that plug in. Yeah. Everybody else that likes toys and sex and all that stuff. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, seriously, too. Like r- everything with us is uh, what we mean when we say is an open dialogue. Yeah. So uh, uh, even if you think that we don't want to hear about it, send it our way. Yeah. And we might just throw it away. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but send it our way. We really, truly want to hear everything about your lives. Yeah. Whether you think it's embarrassing, whether you need to feel a little less alone. Mm-hmm. Let us know, babes. And if it's something super personal like this, where even being anonymous, you don't want us to share it, let us know that in the email and we won't. But we're always going to make sure we have the permission before we talk about stuff like this. Of course. But yeah, let us know. We don't have to. We can just, it can be a private conversation with us. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But hopefully you're open to it being an open conversation like this so that we can just have more examples of it and talk about it more so that we all feel better. (laughs) Yeah. But thank you so much. I was really, really happy that you did share this with us and that you did trust us with this because I know it is super personal. So thank you so much to the writer, to both writers for sharing your stories with us. We appreciate it so much. We love hearing from you guys and we really appreciate you sharing your stories with us so that we can share it with all the roomies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I really, yeah, they they just mean so much more in that regard. Cause like it helps you, but then it also helps listeners too. Cause they might be having the same experience as you. And that's like kind of what this is. It's just a little community. And an open household. So, and if you don't have anything to say, you guys, I mean, we say it all the time, but like, give us a follow. Yeah. Give us a like, give us a review. Literally, I'll pay you. (laughs) Rate, review, subscribe, (laughs) all those things, please. Yeah, because that helps us too. Mm -hmm. And you want to help your other roomie, right? (laughs) Come on. It'll help us grow and it'll help us get more roomies so we can keep having fun. And talking about shit. (laughs) (laughs) Keep talking about cool shit. (laughs) Thank you guys so much. Looking forward to next episode. I hope everyone is enjoying March and girl power because it is Women's History Month. And so just extra love to all the women in your life. (laughs) Fuck yeah. All the femmes. We love you. Yeah. We love you all. And hope you all have a good uh, St. Patrick's Day, too. (laughs) 
It's a big month. I love March. <laughs> March is a good month for us. I might be married by the end of it, everybody. I won't even give you any more context. We're ending the episode right now. Thanks for coming, guys. See you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>